Hello everybody and welcome to the first ever episode of The Recommendation Station. I'm your host Fuji, creator of all things cheese. Today with me is Sven, or whatever you want to be called. Just call me Sven, that's fine, that's fine. Sven. <laughs> God damn it. Hello Sven. Oh, hello, I'm Sven. Yeah, Sven. So have you been... I've been pretty good, just uh, busy with work all day and um, actually all week. Uh, I managed to get a couple of hours of game time in, but uh, nothing really serious uh, the last couple of weeks. Oh, so yeah, that sounds that sounds tough. I couldn't imagine a week with only work. It's been a while since I've had a week with only work. Uh, that sounds like I do, don't do anything. Maybe. I don't, that's the thing. Oh... <laughs> Okay, so the first part of the show, I'm just gonna throw some stuff out there we can talk about. All right. Just the, because it is the recommendation station, so the whole goal is that we recommend a lot of stuff. Uh huh. Okay. Do have you? Are you into anime? I I watch like a really select kind of anime. Um, like I like I told you before, the 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 biggest stuff I'm into is uh, Gundam. So I, I'm pretty much set on mech anime oh yeah that that should be well with gundam that you should be set for life with the amount of seasons of that yeah i mean if you want to go from all the way to uh 0079 to oh i don't even know what the last gundam is that came out uh gundam unicorn oh whoa you you've got a whole ways to go before you can catch up to that what the fuck is gundam unicorn (laughs) it's not what you think what the hell it's not My Little Pony with Gundam. It's actually a, it's a really good show. If you want to watch it, um, it's it's how do I put this? You need to the first season of Gundam, uh, which is Mobile Suit Gundam 0079 in the West, uh, plays in the Universal Century, and it's got a really rich backstory. And uh, yes, the last season that takes place in the Universal Century right now is called Gundam Unicorn. Um, it finished its last run, I think, last year or the year before that, and it's really good. Okay, but but the name makes sense in context, or uh, the the name makes sense in this. Uh, the the main mobile suit usually has a, a V fin. Oh yeah, so a, a fin in the form of a V. But now for this season, they changed it into a, a sort of horn type, so it actually looks like a unicorn horn. <laughs> okay. I'll have to check that out now because I, I, I think you'll like it. It's it's pretty. Um, there, there's not really much in there in a sense of humor. There are a couple of Gundam shows that do more humorous type stuff, like uh, Gundam Build Fighters, which is more aimed for kids. But Unicorn is pretty pretty gritty. I definitely have to check that out now. Gundam Unicorn, the gritty mech show. Okay, because I, I, I actually fell over the same show while I was looking for some animals to watch. So I watched this animal called Gate, and the special forces fought on, whereas, like, another kingdom that it's just goblins and orcs and knights attacks Tokyo through a magic gate, and then, of course, they get destroyed because we have guns. And, <laughs> like, the first episode, it's like, oh my god, this is gonna be so cool. It's the most boring anime i've ever watched <laughs> I've, had, I've had a couple of stinkers as well yeah but i i don't understand how can you fuck a concept about helicopters and tanks versus dragons and elves and everything and then it's just now they go shopping well it's the it's the same with uh, what at least what i think i mean i've heard a couple of people actually like this show but there's a show on netflix called knights of sidonia and i, I watched the first episode and 
And it's not that I want to say it's bad, but I don't know. It's got this standard uh, teenagers in robot suits trying to save the world. And it's just, it's a pain to sit through, in my opinion. I haven't watched all that much of it, but I hope it's going to get better in the next couple of episodes or else I'm just going to drop it. I um I have watched the entire first season. Does it get any better? It just gets more combat. It does still a lot of the teenage drama thing. I actually thought the first ten minutes before he got to the surface spoiler uh, is was very interesting because I thought it was gonna be like an underground spaceship part humans versus uh-huh. the the rich overground. But then it just yeah it turned into like a high school mecha drama. Uh, it that's that's just such a trope. It's been overdone. Yeah, and I I'm I know it has a lot of fans, uh, Night of Sidonia, but I think it's it's very cliche in in the part big aliens attack and they eat people and and then they have to go in the mecha suits and destroy them and that's pretty much the entire concept so far at oh, least for God. the first season. Well, I'll, I'll look into it at least. I mean, I, I started it, I might as well finish it, but that doesn't really sound all that interesting so far. Oh yeah, there's there's actually also what a second I watched it yesterday. It's called Rockus Braves of the Six Flowers, and it's set in like a pseudo Aztec universe, where it's, yeah, then all the continents are one big thing, and far south the demons mm-hmm. live and. Once every 500 years, they try to invade the entire world. Yeah. And again, I was like, oh, that's a, like an Aztec anime. That's pretty weird. I've never heard about that. Let's watch it. Oh, my God. It's so boring again. Nothing happens. Like, they try to set up a lot of interesting characters, except the main character is fucking annoying. He's the least impressive person in the world. And all he can say is, I'm the strongest guy in the world. And he's clearly not. Because he gets his ass beat every single day. All his companions who are currently against him. I'm gonna spoil it because no one's gonna watch it. It's it, it's pretty it's pretty boring. <laughs> Every single one of them can beat him completely in combat without him having a chance to do anything. And he's the strongest guy in the world, according to himself. And he says that at least seven times per episode. <laughs> so, and the worst part is it's very well animated and it sounds interesting but and it's not bad enough to be fun so it's just boring but there's a lot of that with anime where um the the animation is really good but then they just screw it up by you know the storyline just not being all that great the new anime here's tim he goes to a high school he falls in love the end animated by the <laughs> best draw in the world yeah but that's it that's the story and that's again art's great but the concept exactly. is crap it looks awesome but it's just so boring it's so cliche and you cannot hide cliche boring stuff behind the pretty 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 picture i have to be honest the last let's see except for unicorn which was pretty good in my opinion but it's uh, in my opinion it's kind of a niche market because of how um how it's only interesting if you've uh really interesting if you've watched the entire universal century part of gundam the other show that I actually found great was Guren Lagan. And it's completely over the top. I mean, spoiler alert, in the last episode there's these giant mechs that start throwing galaxies at each other. What was that called again? Guren Lagan. Okay, I'm gonna that sounds very, very weird. Yeah, they start throwing galaxies at each other in the final oh, battle. Go, and oh just... yeah, oh yeah, I have seen that. Oh yeah. Oh that anime is weird. And it's fun. I love it. It's just completely over the top, and it's great. At least I think. I so. think it's somewhat. I liked it. It's it felt very much like a throwback to older mecha 
things will be like over the top action. Yeah, but the thing is, it doesn't. It, it, it's pretty over the top from the beginning. Let's. I have to be honest about that. But the thing is, it it builds up. It goes from over the top to even worse over the top to oh my god, what the hell's going on? To going absolutely batshit insane and throwing galaxies. I definitely at each have other. to That's... finish it now because I haven't gotten to that part yet. Oh my god, Fuji, just get to work on that because that's that's the one hell of a ride you're going into when you get to the end of that show it does sound holy shit it sounds like it uh there's another anime i would recommend that's uh ushio and no ushio no tora ushio and tora it's about it's also it's meant to be old school like the old 90s devil and demon anime and it's it's super good it's about a guy who accidentally releases a 500 year old demon from a prison and then he befriends it mm-hmm. And then they go around destroying demons. Another show that I liked is, um, but this isn't. This is just something I picked completely at random. Uh, the devil is a part timer. Oh yeah, well, he w- yeah. It, the one about Satan when he starts working for a for a fast yes. food chain. It, it's I loved it. I absolutely loved yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> I never finished that as well. I got very. It's yeah, it's great. It's, it's I, great. There's another one that has more or less. It's when there's no more need for heroes. It's where they all the mm-hmm. heroes because the devil is dead, all the demons are gone. So the heroes decide to work in a store in different stores. Suddenly, one demon arrives, and that's the princess of hell, and she has to work there along with them. That's the entire show. I, I gotta I gotta watch that one. Uh, I don't remember the exact name, but it's something long. Like also, yeah, like the devil is a part time, and like there's no more need for heroes. I don't completely remember but that it was so funny it was so it's stupid it's amazing there's another one it's called the devil is at high school where it's just a guy who goes to a magic high school and they find out he's actually satan <laughs> it's yeah oh, there's a lot of those they are all awesome of course the high school one turns into a romance which they have to because it's yeah. in high school and no one can go to high school without falling in love with everyone i wish <laughs> i had not an anime i wish i had a harem when i went to high school didn't happen <laughs> Oh my god. I love anime though. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff to watch. It's just I haven't really gotten the time to really look in some good animes from uh, the, the last couple of seasons. Uh, I'm sure there's some stuff that, that's really worth watching. I just haven't gotten around to it. I am currently watching Shokugeki no Soma, which is about, uh, about a guy who goes to a culinary school in Japan where all the best uh-huh. goes. And like they really draw the cooking like it's battles from uh, dragon ball and such that that reminds me of uh yakitate uh japan it's 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 this um how do i put this it's the it's it's this show about bakers right so just the regular bakery and then every episode in my opinion is built up like it's a like it's a freaking dragon ball z episode where somebody's creating a um oh what do you call that the the little french bread the not a baguette, but a oh, I've lost the word. It's it's just this little piece of bread, and the the characters go batshit insane over bread. It's it's really it's fun to yeah, watch. I'm gonna, okay, uh, yeah, I I think I've seen only just a part of it. I don't think I've seen all of it. I'm definitely gonna check this out, and you should check out Sugar Cake in the Soma. The the drawer, the artist is a hentai artist, and he decided he wanted to try something new. But I, you can see that he really didn't completely cut his hentai roots because when they eat food there that clothes explode off <laughs> in the first episode oh the main person cooks food that's so good that not only the lady's clothes just falls off 
the two guys in the background's clothes also just explodes off. So it, it's not gender specific. It's not only the ladies. Everyone's clothes is gone. Okay, I'm not sure that I can watch that without um without my girlfriend going insane about it. But oh I'll, my god! I'll, I'll, I'll make her it. watch it. It's so hilarious. It's <laughs> it's great. It's one of my favorite animes at the moment because it's so stupid. And I actually cook food from the recipes they show in that show, because that they are oh, they actually it's legit work? recipes you can cook. So they and they go over detail about how you cook everything. So you learn food, you look at boobs, and you laugh your ass off. Everything is good. I love I, it. Have you watched Prison School? Oh my god, no. You. you oh my god, what's that picture? Are, are you watching that right yes, now? Yes, I. What the fuck? I can't explain that show to you. You actually just have to watch it. I no, cannot explain happening? that. I don't me. understand this picture. It's it's basically uh, some guys transfer to an all girls high school. Yeah. And um, for some uh, for some reason, because I'm, re- I'm not really all that far into the episode, I just watched the the best clips of it, and they they the um, they get put into this kind of prison <laughs> inside the school. And the stuff that just goes on there, it's like um, they they have this community shower and uh, two guys are thinking about breaking out. And this third guy walks in and stuff happens in the shower that's completely at random. But it looks like the one guy is giving the other guy a blowjob and the entire school just goes apeshit about I'm it. Just, it it's, I have to, you you got to watch uh, it. It's a treat. Chromati High School. Yes, you have to watch it as well. The first episode is one of the... It's... Oh my god. To make the scenes less uh, dull when they, nothing really is happening, something will happen. So if you have two characters staring intensely at each other, one of them's eyebrows might just flew off. And another anime, if you are just straight up, you want to have a boner or you're into furries, there's a, an anime called Monster Musume. I, I've heard my colleague talk about that. It's just a guy who gets a harem of every single kind of fantasy creature available. So he have a centaur and a slime. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. It's I don't one think that's step away thing, from porn. It's sometimes they you okay. It's literally if they move, if they drew the camera one inch, you would see snake vagina. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not gonna watch that. But I'll keep that in mind <laughs> if somebody asks. Uh, okay. Sven, can you recommend uh, anime about fucking monsters? I sure can. Absolutely. I've got a great point Don't for you Don't you worry there. about it. Oh my God. I got you covered, buddy. And just okay. If you want to watch something, just just I I don't know I don't know if to recommend because the first season is kind of amazing, but the second season is is going weird. It's called Gachaman Crowds. Yeah, so there were, of course, the old 90s show Gachaman, of course, and this is kind of the spiritual successor to it. The main character, uh-huh. I think she's straight up mentally ill. You mean like half the no, anime no, characters? No, no, this, this <laughs> is legit, like, weirdly mentally, uh, like, distant, like, where she never reacts like anyone. She doesn't react over the top to anything, and she doesn't react like you should. It's, it's weird to explain, but I've never seen a character that's been this disturbing without because she just lacks empathy for anything it just doesn't seem i think the drawing really helps because her eyes are just dead and empty and then she's not supposed to be dead and empty it's so i cannot stop watching it but it's so weird where am i why where i'm at uh currently 
all humans' emotions are going around and eating other people. Yeah. So yeah. And they're dressed as giant teddy bears with giant tongues. And if you don't feel like being part of the group, they are going to eat you. Yeah, you you lost me there. And I'm just thinking, like, I don't know what the hell to think about this show. Oh, yeah. it Yeah, exactly. That's that's my point, too. I think I like it, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I think yeah, I, I, think think I, I might would like recommend this. them. I'm... The first season is very, very good. The second season is just batshit insane. And I, mean, I don't know what to say. It might be great. <laughs> Well, it might be great, but I I don't know. I'll 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 try looking. You're you're recommending like five different animes. I'm never even gonna have the time to watch no, any single one not. of them. Have to recommend. It's the recommendation station, you know. So you have to. <laughs> I'm just I'm just completely killing this show on the <laughs> no, first no, episode. No, 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 <laughs> it's okay. I just ha- look. I have animes for days. I have another anime. I look how much I watched this last week. An anime called Overlord. Where a guy gets, like, in the other thousands of animes, he gets caught in a, a PC game, of course. Uh, and uh-huh. But this time, he gets caught as the evil overlord of his uh, faction and guild and all the NPCs. They also get their own uh, yeah. intelligence, but they, of course, are based on how they created it back when it was a game. And mm-hmm. it's very violent, but my god, it's boring again. I, I don't know <laughs> what's up with animes with interesting concepts that's, that's this boring. And that fails that much? It's, it depends. Like, um, shonen anime always do good. I mean, you've got the new Dragon Ball Z season that's going on, um, which I think right now is being done very lazily because basically all they did was they, they cut up the Dragon Ball Z yeah. movies that came out from uh, Battle of the Gods, I think, and uh, Resurrection of F, which has Golden Frieza inside it, and they just made it into into an episode for a for a show. They didn't even change I agree. anything. I watched some of it, and I was so disappointed. Yeah, I've 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 heard people complain about the animation. Now, I think the animation isn't all that bad. It's actually pretty good compared to what I, we watched. That's back why in I disagree because but... I think they haven't improved enough. I see the same mistakes where eyes suddenly pop and become larger than they're supposed to, and stuff like the old nineteen. I. I get the feeling that it has to look somewhat like the old one, just nostalgia cells. But for me, it's it looks too much like they haven't done anything to improve the animation. Well, in in their defense, I mean, this is pretty much the original team that they have back in there. Um, so these people have gotten a lot definitely, better over the definitely, years. But I still think I I I don't think that uh, animation is up to par. But that's not what yeah made me not watch it anymore that's yeah that it's just this movies cut into pieces yeah they're just gonna cut up the movie they're actually coming out with a with a completely new season but that's not gonna hit until season oh three so first you're gonna get the uh the 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 battle of the gods saga and then you're gonna get the resurrection of f which is actually good that we can finally watch that because we never at least here in europe we never got to see resurrection of f i think it's been redone in america yes I don't know. The whole Dragon Ball Z scene has pretty much died down here since, well, of course, the 90s. But uh, I don't know. There's there's no anime on TV anymore. There is no, you know, Toonami, if that even is still around. I I haven't seen it in, yeah, since the 90s. I mean, the the scene is still there. I I remember watching Gundam Wing when I was back in high school, but... With your harem? With my... (laughs) Yes, of course. I had a, a mecha I had a complete harem. Of course not. A mecha harem. Of course, it's all my uh, plastic Gundam models, so I didn't have to cry myself to <laughs> sleep at night, which I still do. Of I course. I your girlfriend. I know why. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to cut this part. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, um, on another topic, I think you're correct in the anime department. Like I know in where I'm at, there's no more anime and TV, and when there are, it's the big ones like uh, Naruto and One Piece, the ones who yeah. just won't stop. I I don't I yes I love One Piece. Let me let me be clear on that. I'm never gonna catch up to the show in time because it's ha- it has over a uh, freaking yeah. bajillion episodes. Uh, the only show that I can think of that is worse right now than uh, One Piece in the sense of good god, how much backlog is there to catch up on is Detective Conan, which yeah. which I love. I, I I've tried. I've watched up to episode. I think it is two hundred something, and I think it's up to episode. I'm, I have to check this. I'm no, doing this fine. live. I'm sorry. The T- Detective Conan latest episode. I need to remember how to spell latest. Uh, yes, latest episode. Right now it's on. Good God, it's up to season fifteen. That that should tell us enough. Yeah, but. Why is there seven hundred nine episodes of One Piece? I I love the I love the universe. I love the universe of One Piece. I love the characters. I think they are awesome. They are fun and they're well written. But my God, the amount of filler episodes is killing me. Well, yeah, he has to he has to catch up to uh, the manga. Uh, I mean, the the show can't catch up to the manga all that much because well that's gonna that's gonna yeah, ruin the, the, the to, writer and they the... have to add fillers because they uh, otherwise they will overtake the manga yeah but I, yeah. it's still i can't then for my sake i would love them to slow down and then do less episodes but and uh, and do it less regularly that would be the perfect me yeah like do an episode every yeah, two weeks instead of much. every week uh, Nami's waist gets smaller and smaller, and her boobs get bigger and bigger. Wait, why am I complaining? I bought a figure. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, this this might be wrong for me, but um, the, the 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 Detective Conan, the last episode I see on this site that came up was episode seven hundred and seventy three. Oh so I'm up to I'm up to episode two hundred, which I think for Dragon Ball Z is almost the entire show. And then considering that I'm up to episode two hundred on this, I'm I'm not even one fourth. Through this show. Okay, I'm slightly over uh, one fourth of this Detective show. We've got to Detective Conan 790. 790. The September 5th, 2015, the 719th episode got out. By the time I get to watch further than episode 200, I am literally going to be one fourth into gonna this show. I think I'm going to be when I finish One Piece. With 200 episodes, and then I still need to catch up to One Piece. I actually spent a summer one time binge watching where I did nothing else, but I still couldn't catch up to One Piece. It was just I'm gonna watch episodes nonstop till I go to bed. It's like how um four hundred episodes and how many do I eat? Oh, okay, I still need two hundred. Fuck this. That's my entire summer vacation. I love it though. That's crazy. I mean, I I, I love the fact that they can go on for this long. And I have to be honest, um, I haven't read the Detective Conan manga. So I can't distinguish the filler from um, from the actual episodes all that much because it has a really um, villain of the week kind of theme. But uh, I mean, there are pauses in the overall storyline, but the show is just it's it's massive. I, I can't catch up to it because it's just going to keep going. And there are like 15 movies of this as well, which are like an hour and a half long each. So how aside from the show, I still have to watch through 15 movies. Oh my god. 
I'm not going to be able to do this. I have a job. I have a social life. I'm, okay, slightly social life. Well, um, it's a good way if you want to stop having friends. Just, uh, I'm going to make, at some point in life, when I'm sick of people, I think I'm just going to sit down and say, well, that's it. That's my social life. I'm going to watch every single episode now. Exactly. You're just going to go like, okay, all I need right now is a PC, a power supply, uh, an internet subscription, and Maybe a Netflix account. That's all I need. Wipe my ass and such. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, that was the first part. Recommendation, which turned into Animu Corner. Well, it's pretty fine with me. Pretty much. I love Animu, most of them. Not What, what, did, what is up with this what? Animu crap? It's just I'm anime. Let's it's just... Been like, it's, I'm sorry. It's a curse. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> I can't help myself. I really can't. Sometimes it just switched into anime and then I, I don't say anime anymore. Now anime is beginning to feel weird for my mouth to say. Yeah, I didn't even know where it came from. Animu. Animu. Like, that's did, that's did a weird suddenly... cow that turns into a human and back into a cow. It's the animu. Oh, <laughs> animu. Oh, well, that was the uh, first part of the show. So we're going to take a break now, and then we'll come back with some gaming news, some actually educational stuff, maybe. Still fun, so, yeah. We'll see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> Welcome back to the Recommendation Station. Uh, this time we're going to talk about news. Gaming news, right? Gaming news, mostly. Some, if you have other news, not. Don't say, 400 children killed in an accident last week. No, that would be terrible. That's not gaming. Well, unless we're talking like uh, Metal Gear Solid, 400 people died there a couple of days ago when I was playing it. It's a good game. It is good. And that's the first news, Metal Gear Solid 5 is out. For a couple of days already. It was out on 1st of September? Yes. Along with Mad Max, so it could totally overshadow Mad Max. I tried Mad Max. I didn't like it. You know what? My first uh, impression of it was very haste. I like I think I got excited cuz it was the middle of the night and I got to kill someone. That sounds oh my god. I'm okay. Let's, let's yeah. Okay. Cuz I I'm done with I've completed the entire game now. And if I had to grade it from 1 to 10, I would give it a 5. No, I'd give it I'd give, I'd give it like a, a 6 or a 7 or something in between. It's it's definitely not a bad game. No, that's the thing. That's why I give it a 5. I don't fi- think 5 is a bad score first of all. That's a mediocre game. And I know most places 5 would be considered low. I could Okay, I could give it a 6 then. Because I think the gameplay works. And I think the world is nice. But the objectives are so fucking boring. Mm, the objective isn't what killed me. You, you know the one thing that killed it for me? What? I can't walk when I want to use my gun. If I want to aim my gun... That has annoyed me like there's no tomorrow. Fuck, that's also annoying. So, um, you know, I for me personally... I can live with the gun. It annoy. It still annoys me when I go into a stronghold. I I still try to see how long it takes to complete all the side quests and such. Cause, but I completed the main story, and there's no difference between the side side quests and the main story. It's all tear down this scarecrow, drive into that guy, all of it. I and that to me gives me no reason to come back to the world. And I, I cannot spend hours upon end just beating people up because I like the combat of driving around. It's not that interesting. No, the combat is good. I mean, they, they kind of... It, it's slightly different, but they kind of took the combat from the Batman Arkham series. Yeah, I prefer this one because Mad Max cannot jump 8,000 feet to the other corner and hit a guy. That is true. That and is that true. part I actually... And uh, the, I, I enjoy because it made it very, very... 
weird when you stood in one corner and you got the prompt and then he jumped to the other end of the room who's like 10 meters away and kicked the guy in the face and jumped back again. That annoyed me in Batman. Yes. the Some parts of the combat were kind of, I don't know, lazy in my opinion, but it's still a really solid combat system. It is, and I think this one is done slightly better because it does have a more brutal feel to it. That you are Mad Max, especially when you go into fury mode, which I've mastered to do like in like five seconds. I could go into fury mode and just destroy everything. Yeah, the fury mode you, you don't get it straight from the get go, but it's it's really um, it's brutal. I mean, you you just start pounding into people, and they even the armored guys they can't do. They no, can't the do guys shit with the shields who got get fucked when you go into fury mode. I love it. That part I really love, and I that's the thing. I think the ground combat is actually better than the car combat. Yeah, the car combat is, well, at least from the parts that I played, I haven't played through it in, in, entirely yet, but it's more like ram into this guy, ram into that guy. The The upgrade system, though, that's really well done. Yes, it is. That's a huge plus. That's, some of it I dislike that where some of them are weirdly locked behind weird missions that I just couldn't find half the time, which annoyed me. And it's when you buy an upgrade that's, way better than another one because some of the upgrades are just straight up upgrades and i i do like it when you get if you get an upgrade it's not an upgrade it's like a choice where this will might increase your speed but remove more of that and it's not that good but there's a lot of options and in that end it is really good yeah it, it, some of the upgrades indeed are like increase armor increase armor even more increase it even more yeah they could have done like it's going to increase your armor but it's also going to increase your weight so your car is going to go slower yeah, more more like that. Yeah, more like where uh, options and choices have an impact on some way. So it's not a straight up upgrade, but that you should really think about if you want to take this on instead of the other thing. That would that would be nice. I mean, I have to be honest though. From um, Mad Max and uh, uh, Metal Gear, they've had some, in my experience, some really fluent launches. I mean, look at and I hate to pull out this trope again: Batman Arkham Knight for PC. I mean, these games they had their they had their issues, but at least they worked straight from the beginning. I mean, Arkham Arkham Knight was just a mess. The patch is coming out now, though. For Arkham Knight? Yes. Well, that that's great, but it's like, what, two months after release? Yeah, like, there's no excuse for the state it got out in back then. Well, not just an excuse, but nobody gives a shit anymore. No, that's pretty accurate. I saw the, uh, the new, I actually written down, Batman patch, I don't care, it says on my paper, because, fuck, I can't be asked, why should I go back and play that game? It's it's, it's old news. Exactly, the The game the game's out already. Nobody, nobody cares anymore about... We're nearing the end of the year. There's so much stuff coming out. Yeah, it's it's true. It they really, not that Batman Arkham Knight was that interesting to begin with. I don't know. It it was the last Batman game. I mean, I I really enjoyed the other Batman games. Let let, let me let me be clear about that. I had my problems with Arkham Arkham Asylum because it was it, it felt really confined because you were constantly inside the asylum. But then Arkham City and Arkham Origins, I thought was they were pretty good. Um, I stopped caring about the origin part because when I discovered that there were hardly any changes to anything, that's where I lost my interest. There were hardly any changes, but at least it was a continuation of the story. Um, I mean, I like the detective mode in Arkham Origins a lot more than it was in uh, Arkham City. But I, I, just because of the problems on the PC version, um, I, I think I did the tutorial mission from uh, Arkham 
Arkham Knight before I just got fed up with the frame rate issues and everything else before I just gave up, and I haven't touched that game since. I might give it a go uh, near the beginning of next year when I get some more time to play some games, but I don't know. Which Batman I, was this? Arkham Knight. Oh, yeah, but it's I, I, I got confused because Arkham Origins were also a mess for me. Yes, but I didn't buy Arkham Origins at launch. Oh, that's a good part. I, I, I bought it for like seven bucks and a discount somewhere, so I... Oh, I it's did, worth that. It's it's worth seven bucks. Yeah. <laughs> but so Arkham, you had the recommendation, go pick up Arkham Origins for seven bucks, guys. Uh, do yeah, that. If you can get it anywhere for like ten bucks, which is not really hard to find, if you can find a local game store, they usually have it on discount, because people, for PC games, they just want to get rid of it. And it's it's worth ten bucks. Like it's it's worth twenty bucks if you want to play through the game um, right now. But for Arkham Knight, paying sixty bucks for a game that right now is being patched, which it should have been patched for like two weeks after launch, then it might have stood a chance. But it's just too little, too late right now. Yes, and I wasn't interested in it before, and I'm most definitely not ever gonna ever pick it up. I'm gonna pick it up eventually. I mean, I want to play through the storyline. Um, uh, uh, I've watched a couple of videos that already ruins the storyline for me, but I, I want to finish it for myself. Yes. Well, that's that's fair. And at that point, it's probably gonna be cheaper. I, I've already bought it, so I'm done with okay. that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not gonna be cheaper then. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sixty bucks wasted. <laughs> that's another point that actually. Um, Guild Wars 2 expansion is coming out. They got a release date now. It did? Yes. What's the release date? It's Heart of October Thorns, right? 29th. And I think I... You, you, get the, you get the first Guild Wars you can play for free right now? Or not not right now, but when the expansion comes out. Yeah. Uh, I'm having issues wanting to buy it because of the whole how they wanted to monetize it first. That uh, people who haven't doesn't own Guild Wars 2, they can buy Guild Wars 2 and this for 60. Uh, and people who have Guild Wars 2, they can buy the expansion for 60. So you might as well just buy the entire game again. Yeah, exactly. And no, I I don't like that. I think that's horrible because I had supported, I played Guild Wars 2. Yeah, I got that at launch as well. Yeah, God doesn't know how many amount of hours. But that's just, I don't want to pay full price and get half technically i know it's a technicality always uh, i already have guild wars 2 but i still only get half the amount that new people get there's no reason to buy that game at launch anymore than if you know you're gonna get more if you wait well i mean that's that's pretty much uh i think yeah i uh, that's pretty much every game i mean i i got in it uh what's that game called again uh titanfall really late and people were saying when i bought it it's like oh it's it's no fun and um uh it, nobody's playing it anymore and then i get online uh for titanfall and it was actually people were, were still playing i mean the servers weren't really full but there were enough people playing it so you could have a good time and a friend of mine bought the season pass for i i don't know it was like 20 bucks or something and then the week after origin did this ludicrous thing where it's like you can get the season pass for free so he just paid 20 bucks for the season pass, and then a week after, it's like, you get the season pass for free. Would not refund his money. That's exactly why I stopped and, playing. <laughs> why, indeed, why, why pay for a game at launch when, like, a year or half a year after, you're going to get a Game of the Year edition or some stunt like this? That's just going to... I mean, look at, look at the DLC packs. Um, the worst offender of this is 
in my opinion, Borderlands. You buy a season pass, you get most of the expansions, but there are always going to be expansions that fall outside of the season pass. And then a year after release, you get a Game of the Year edition that has everything from the season pass alongside with the game, uh, the DLCs that came outside of the season pass, and it's 40 bucks. And you just spend 60 bucks on the base game, and then another, I don't know, even know what the season pass is, like 30, 30 bucks, so that's 90 bucks, and then you also have to pay for the other expansions that don't, don't come with it. So you're, you're losing an easy 100 bucks on this game, and then other people come in, and it's like 40 bucks for the entire thing. Yeah, it's it's no, it's such. I like it when uh, games like uh, what is it, Larian Studios are doing it now, and uh, CD Projekt did it with The Witcher, where they released like the enhanced edition or the better version, and you just get it if you own the other one. Yeah, I love that. CD CD Projekt's doing a really great thing with that. Yeah, and uh, Larian Project. Do you know Larian Studios? Divinity? No, no, I don't. Oh, Divinity. Divinity? Yeah. Yes. So they did it. They they are releasing an enhanced edition of the first one, which is not just a better version. It's a new story as well. So it's pretty much just a sequel to the first one called Enhanced Edition. And you get it for free if you have the other one. Which I do, and I still haven't played through it. You should, you, you can join my game. We can play multiplayer at when you get time for it. It's a great game. And of course, they have super already super funded their next game. Divinity 2, which is coming out next December. Oh, God. I'm so excited. Yeah, I've got a couple of games that I'm excited for this year. It's, uh, I mean, E3. Holy crap. I mean, I know it's, I know it was in, in, in June, but I, I just, I keep looking back at the, um, at the Sony press conference and that, that conference just blew my socks off. That just, that just completely blew my mind. They start off with The Last Guardian, which, which I think was dead. I actually thought Last Guardian was given up. And then they listened to the fans and they come up with The Last Guardian. So so I was hyped from the beginning. It was like, how are you going to top this? And then you get you get all the other stuff like, uh, uh, what were they talking about? There were some Kickstarter projects, some indie games. Um, World of Final Fantasy looked really fun. And then all of a sudden, after World of Final Fantasy, they dropped the freaking bomb that we've been asking for since 2007 or 8. I think it was during the PS3 launch when they showed the Final Fantasy VII tech demo. And then they come up with this Final Fantasy VII trailer. And I'm watching this, and it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm going like, no, no, they can't do this. They're they're probably making a movie or something. And I start hearing the um, the, the the Eris theme. Every everybody who's played Final Fantasy VII knows this theme song, and I, I I just feel water welling up in my eyes. It's like no, no, they're not doing this. They're not doing this. And then you see Cloud, you see Barrett. I, I'm still completely in denial at this point. Going like no, no, they're they're making this into a movie or something. They're not doing this right now because the year before that they did an announcement for Final Fantasy VII the PC version the re-release. That was coming to the PS4, and everyone was hyped about that. And then at the end of that, when they said it was just a re-release, everyone was like, well, "Yeah, fuck you, Square. You're you're done." And they dropped this bomb. And the only thing that they did was they showed the Final Fantasy VII logo, which was the meteor. And I was already screaming the entire neighborhood awake by this point. And then the the the, the logo just turns around, and you see those you see that six letter word remake. And I just completely flip my shit at that point I, I i i was this close to flipping my monitor and go like no 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 that did not just happen 
And I'm thinking, like, okay, this isn't going to get any better. I mean, they did Final Fantasy VII Remake. They did uh, The Last Guardian. How are you going to top this? And you're looking at the 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 the, the scene from um, from the uh, the conference hall that was going. You see people actually crying in the conference hall, going like, "Oh my god, this is actually happening!" And I was there. And then they drop Shenmue three. God freaking Shenmue three. Yu Suzuki comes on stage. Is like, "Yeah, freak it. We're we're doing a Kickstarter on this, and I need I need two million or so. I don't know what his goal was. I, I thought it was two million. It was two million to begin with, and then it turned into fifteen. Yeah, he needed two million to get this game. The moment he launched the Kickstarter, Kickstarter was down. It, <laughs> Kickstarter could just not handle all the traffic that was going to their servers, and I already knew at that part. You need two million. You've got it. You've already got two million. You, the sky is the freaking limit for you for the next coming month. And then they up it to fifteen million dollars. Yeah, that turned shady for me. Holy crap! I have one major issue with that Kickstarter. I'm happy for every Shenmue fan because I I replayed I played the old ones and I replayed it to see if I still were excited. I played the first one and I wanted to break both my arms because holy shit, the controls are terrible. Uh, yes, the controls were terrible on the first one. Yeah, but uh, about that, his the Kickstarter for me turned really, really, really shady. With what? Uh, how they did the pricing first? We need two million, and then they needed more, and they need more, and you know from uh, how the goals are set up. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're not getting a full game if you don't donate till you get 15 million. Well, the, the thing is with Kickstarter, I mean, I, I think, and that's what I think. I don't know how the how the industry is going with this. I mean, they needed the the two million goal, which I, in my opinion, is actually in game uh, in game stuff. It's actually really cheap. Yes, I think it's fair. Yeah. Look at a game for two million. Even the, the 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 crappiest game right now has a budget of more than two million from a big studio. So there was already a backer in the in the back of this, and I'm I'm thinking like Sony was the big backer behind Shenmue Three, which is why they had the partnership. That's where the issue was because they were like, that's what the Kickstarter didn't actually tell that there was a big backer behind it. That's why it failed because they were like, we are so we believe in this project and everything, but we're not gonna back it. That's how the original Kickstarter showed it. And that got really shady because I didn't know if Sony believes in this project, why ain't they backing it? Well, it, it depends. You know, like it, it depends on the amount that you wanted to give to the Kickstarter. If you gave sixty bucks, which is probably going to be the price of the game when it's going to be released, you already got the game. You're going to get it from Kickstarter. Then you got the bigger goals, like you can win a, a dinner with uh, Yu Suzuki and the entire group that that spends more than uh, God knows two thousand dollars on on the entire thing, and you get extra stuff with with every goal that they make. That's that's regular for Kickstarter. If you make you make the goal, you set goals for beyond that. What you're going to do when you get X amount? I I still think the Kickstarter, and it's not the only one. Now, uh, have you seen the Red Ash Kickstarter? Now, that's how you shade the shit out of a Kickstarter and make it just the darkest piece of shit I've ever seen. They legit said on the Kickstarter that if you back the complete game, you'll get the first part of the game. So the first goal was a lie, or you will only get the first chapter. And it's not a chapter game, so it's the first... Imagine you got the first boss of Mega Man. And it's like, oh, and the stretch goals are you'll get the second boss, you'll get the third boss, you'll get the fifth boss. Bus. I don't think that's okay. So it's like, unless we make X amount, you're just going to get an, an enhanced demo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now, that's the shadiest thing I've ever seen on Kickstarter. That was unbelievable. Well, talking about shady stuff, 
and this isn't going to be in a bad sense. Atlas. Yes. The guys after uh, beyond uh, behind uh, Shin Megami Tensei. These guys are one of the best people in keeping a goddamn secret. They said Persona 5 was going to be released 2015. John Harden, uh, the PR manager for uh, Atlas, also confirmed on Twitter Persona 5 is going to hit U.S. shores and Europe as well. But don't hold me on that one because I'm not really sure about that. I, I have to recheck the Twitter messages. 2015 for Europe as well. We're in September. September, October, November, December. There's there's not a lot of time left. And now there's stuff coming up. And I'm just going to pull this up real quick. Let me see. Persona 5 release date. And I'm just Googling this right now. And I'm going to the news part of Google. Persona 5 possibly to be launched this month. What? Yes. Here's the thing. This is probably what they're going to do, which what I think is going to happen. Persona 5 is already known to going to have a, a, a show on, uh, in Tokyo Game Show. It's already set to be released in 2015. Now, two things can happen here. If I have to believe this message, either Persona 5, they're going to pull a, a stunt like, yeah, Persona 5 is coming out in 2015. It's going to be in stores tomorrow in Japan. Oh, my God. Which means Japan is going to get that in September. But then John Harden also said it's going to be released in US and EU in 2015. So they're already working on the translation or it's already done. They're just not telling us about it. Oh. How far it is. Oh, they sneaky devils. If they pull that stunt, I'm just going to go to the game store. I'm going to throw every single bit of my cash Onto that counter. is like, I don't care. You get Persona 5 into my hands right now. I don't care if you have to fly to America to get me the freaking game. I need that now. If they pull that stunt, it's like, Persona 5, we're going to release in 2015. And they just so, show the date of the day after. That That is brilliant marketing right there. I, I People are just going to explode and buy that game immediately. They're just... A, it, it's, a, it's a rumor. Nothing sure yet, but... It's it's the kind of thing that I can see Atlas doing, especially because when you when you check their Twitter, there is just no mention of Persona Five. There's every single bit about Shimigami Tensei Four for the 3DS and all the side titles that they're doing. Nothing about Persona Five, which is their flagship title, and that's really shady to me because that to me tells me that you're planning something. You just don't want to tell us what it is right oh, now. That's ah, uh, that's so. Fucking cool. That's the kind of shady I can uh, get behind, though. Exactly. That's the kind of shady that I like. It's just blow my balls it's off. It's not being, uh, buying one stage in a game and never getting the rest. The game's coming out. We know you don't want to wait. That's why it's going to be in stores tomorrow. Holy freaking Christ. That's so cool, because normally I, I can get the feeling sometimes where I'm dying of hype if I know we are releasing in one week and then I just feel like dying and not playing anything for a week <laughs> until it actually yes, comes I out I would love something to actually just suddenly go down to the store and like it's out? what the fuck? oh my god I can play it now? exactly that's that's great and that's kind of what you want in this day and age. It's like you don't want to wait for two years for something to come out. <laughs> Final Fantasy Fifteen, And you, you just want it now. I mean, I, that's why I was so uh, – going back to Square Enix, that was why I was so um, uh, disappointed at the Square Enix press conferences, Gamescom. was like um, 
yeah, we're about 65% done with Final Fantasy 15. It's like 65%. I mean, I know they changed the the engine around and they changed a lot of the the assets for Final Fantasy 15, but we've been waiting for this game since it was announced as Final Fantasy versus 13. And you're telling me now in 2015, like 4 years after Final Fantasy 13 came out that you're 65% done? I mean, it's coming out in 2016, which is still good. I hope it's the first part of 2016 and I'm I'm buying this game no matter what. It's just I expected them to at least make it for the uh, for the end of the year hype. Yeah, they're they're not doing it. I mean, I can't blame them. If the game needs more work, then the game needs more work. For God's sake, don't finish, uh, don't release an unfinished product. We're looking at you, Batman. <laughs> yes, we're looking at you, Arkham Knight. It's just uh, I, I expected them to be further. And maybe that's the the fanboy me talking because I love Final Fantasy. Is just I expected them to be further than sixty five percent, if that's even the point where they are. I mean, it could be a mistranslation with uh, with the conference, but all I'm seeing is sixty five percent. I I thought it would have been more by now. I expected it to be uh, in gold status by the end of October and releasing in December for the end of year hype, and I, it's it's just not happening right now. I I don't know what to think about that game. I'm gonna play it. Now I played I played the demo that came with um, Final Fantasy Type Zero, which is a, a pretty good game if you like if you like a PSP remake. Yeah, that that's where I kind of got annoyed at that game. You did, yeah. Well, the the, the thing that irked me about it was the uh, <laughs> the the in-game movies look better than the full motion video that came with it. And um, the, the demo that I played from Final Fantasy Fifteen was good. I mean, the combat, you ha- you really have to get used to the combat. But, I mean, they made changes. They're going to change it in uh, episode Dusuke 2. And they're, they're really listening to the fans. Because you can, you can tell they're listening to the fans. And they're, they're putting in a lot of changes to make the combat more fluent. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting a lot of it. But after 13 and the rest of the 13 series, I'm just, I'm not holding my breath anymore. Until the Final Fantasy VII remake uh, comes out, you're and I'm just, just not gonna explode. I'm just not gonna leave the house for like two weeks I'm at an end. I'm gonna get texts from your girlfriend. What's happening? <laughs> Have you seen Have him? You heard from Sven. Where's Sven? I don't know why she talks like that. Hello, Fuji. Where's Sven? Since when is my girlfriend Swedish? Sorry. <laughs> oh well. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming out. It's just I'm I'm hyped about so much stuff. I'm uh, my wallet just won't be able to take you it. You want to hear a fun new thing though? Yeah, go ahead. So, for do you know the game called Playing History Slave Trade? I'm googling it right now. I swear to God, if this is you're probably gonna have something pop up like Slave Tetris. No, it's uh, Playing History Two Slave yes. Trade for Steam. Try slave Tetris. It's sl- slave what? Tetris. And Google Slave Tetris, look at the second one. Playing History 2, Slave Trade on Steam. Slave Tetris has been removed from the game! (laughs) Slave (laughs) Tetris? What? The game contained part where you had to stack the slaves on a ship. And that was shaped like Tetris. Except the slaves didn't implode in the button. So, yeah. Look at the pictures. You have to stack them so you get as many slaves into the hole as possible. Oh my <laughs> How did it get on Steam? How did this game ever get made? It's 
No, it, the fun part is there's an interview with the creator studio, Serious Games, and they are actually Danish, by the way. And they said, no, no, we've made much worse games. They had made one called The Plague, and they have made one about uh, other extremely, extremely terrible stuff. But this one, Slave Tetris. You're, you're a little slave child that got taken away, and you work for a captain, or you don't work, you're a slave, for fuck's sake. You you slave around for a captain, and then you have to go back to your tribe and get more slaves and go back again to England. That's the, that's the game. It's like one and a half hour long, and yeah, of course, slave Tetris. I I I don't know. Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> but they... <laughs> I didn't even know what I'm freaking watching right now. <laughs> they, they they did remove the slave Tetris part because oh, we didn't expect people to give backlash for slave Tetris. No, you, did, you didn't expect people to give you backlash for slave Tetris. It's like we just want to tetris. show how serious it is. Then make a game that's serious. This this is such a child's game. It actually most of the time it kind of flavors everything to be kind of cool, not bad. The slavers used to stack them sometimes on top of each other. It's amazing. No, it's not. yes, but not like Tetris. We already know slavery is bad, and it's cool to teach kill children children that slavery is bad, but maybe not with Tetris. Don't make the stacking of slaves fun. No. <laughs> Murder He's simulator. Now it's fun to kill. I, I did that. It's called Manhunt. Oh, yeah. That's actually a pretty cool game. <laughs> oh, it's actually very that, fun. At least... That was actually... That was banned from a couple of stores around here. They wouldn't sell that anymore. There was a lot of... There was a lot of backlash on that. When you look at it now, it's like... It's pretty pff, insane. Yeah, and it's not like you actually you're not mostly you're not murdering civilians, you're murdering people who want to murder you, in brutal ways, of course. But it it's it was fun back then, and it's not slave Tetris. Yeah, it's not. And the PC port worked, Batman. It's it's Batman, Batman. It's um it's the same kind of backlash that um that I associated with that game called Hatred. And I, I played that game. I, I tried playing that game, and it's just I don't know if it's it's if it's the desensitization that we have from playing way too many horrific games in our in our childhood. But I'm playing this. I'm shooting all these civilians that can't fight back. I walk into this police uh, uh into this police station. I just start grenading the shit out of the entire police station. And after, like, two levels, I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, I am bored to shit. Yes, it's so fucking boring. It's, it's boring. It's sin. And the whole part about civilians not being able to fight back? Yeah, they can. They can pick up guns and fuck you over. They, they, they can pick up guns, but you're just going to shoot their ass anyway. Have you seen the ending, by the way? No, no. You want I to hear the ending? Can I... What's the okay, ending? Okay, so you go to a nuclear uh, reactor, and then... You torture the guy into pressing the self-destruct button. And you blow yourself and up. And the entire city in the nuclear reactor. That sounds like an ending was just like, I don't give a shit. Maybe, maybe the guys behind Hatred were never taking it serious when they did it. Since that's the ending and the game is fucking boring. 
I mean, the game itself, it's it's a, it's an okay top-down shooter. It's just, the, the way they, they set this game up was, it's going to be, um, it's going to be like um, this really horrific kind of thing where you, you go and you murder civilians all the time. I, I get what they were trying to do. They weren't trying to make a shocker game where where it's like, oh my god, I'm, I'm horrified of the fact that I'm already playing this. But they failed. It's just... It's a boring game. I mean, there there's no sense of accomplishment. Okay, you go into a police office, you sh- shoot the hell out of every single police officer that is there, and that's it. Next level starts, it's the same damn thing over again. And by the end of level two or level three, I, I had some friends play it, and they they all had the same ideas. Like, it's it's mediocre. I mean, I don't care if it were aliens or if I was fighting civilians or if it was the freaking army that was against me. It's just a mediocre game. And it's a shame. I mean, they had a good shocker title there. I don't know what they had to do to make it better. I think they should be happy, first of all, that the game uh, were released before Steam refund. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I, uh, I, I don't know. They just... I expected more of it. I mean, I went into it. I I started this like a couple of months ago, way after it came out first. And um, I was thinking like, okay, I didn't expect too much of it. But even with low expectations, I got bored. And that doesn't happen all that quickly with a game with me. Um, but by the end of two levels, I just, I, 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 I all that forward, uh, went into my Steam library, right click, uninstall, don't care, haven't touched it since. No. They're pretty much the same. I did complete it. Because I uh, apparently like getting bored. Uh, so, yeah. It was... The ending was not worth the entire game in no way. But the last couple were... How can you torture someone to press the self-destruct and then you... It depends on the kind he, of torture, he I think. him I slightly mean... with a knife. Oh. Oh yeah, that is definitely gonna make me. Uh, oh, this this knife hurts so much. If I press this nuke button, all my pain is gonna go away. <laughs> I mean, w- when you're talking about nukes, with nukes done right, I I think about the the beginning of Saints Row Four. Have you played that game where you you jump up that nuke and you start climbing onto it while freaking Aerosmith is playing? As I don't want to close my eyes. Holy crap, I, I don't care how bad Saints Row 4 was. That was the most epic start of a game that I've ever had. The issue with Saints Row 4, to return to that, is that it had to follow Saints Row 3. Yes. Which had to follow Saints Row 2, which was very, very, very good. Yeah, Saints Row 2 was good. The problem is people were always always comparing it to Grand Theft Auto. And then they went their own kind of route with Saints Row 3. Which wasn't bad because I liked the humor and the, the the cartooniness of it. Some people didn't like it, which I get when coming off of Saints Row Two, which was still humoristic but more realistic. And then you get into Saints Row Four, and that's when the makers—I don't know what kind of crack they were smoking—but they just went over the top. You can they, have you ever gotten into a car in Saints Row Four? Yeah, I don't know why. Then I stepped out, and then I ran. There's absolutely no reason to. <laughs> cars are there to get in your way when you run fast and then you just push it to the side it's there to throw on people exactly it's like there's no reason to get into a car in Saints Row 4 and there were a lot of people that returned that game because of that I honestly liked it because I had a ton of fun in that game just running through the overworld and curb stomping every single alien that came in my way 
is just I I look at that game as like what the hell were you thinking when you made this and can I have some of the stuff that you were using when you were making this? It 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 made superpowers very fun. Yes, I loved it. I love the humor and it, I love the how they did the Mass Effect romance stuff. Get a blowjob from a robot. Yeah, you just, you just instead of going through this entire thing where you had to romance your character like in Mass Effect and Dragon Age. I remember one of the characters, you just go up to him and it's like, hey, Kelsey, when he fuck? All right, that's it. So you want to fuck? Yeah, okay. Well then. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. It's so much easier, yeah, because yeah, I've told you that I spent I spent ungodly amount, and still do, an ungodly amount of hours in Dragon Age trying to get laid. And then you could just turn on Saints Row 4, and you could go up to someone. I want to bang hey. you. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's go. Yeah. Love it. Fair enough. Oh, so on this na- last note, I noticed there was a new trailer for Total War uh, Warhammer about the uh, the Dwarven King who's mm. reading up from the Book of Grudges. And I watched the trailer. It's it's pretty cool. It shows there's so much details in every single uh, of the characters. But again, they also showed that in Rome too, and that was a huge disappointment. I, I have to be honest. I I haven't played through much of Rome two yet. I, I played Shogun two. Shogun two is awesome. I still play that. I love that game. It's one of the best they have ever made. Shogun two and Fall of the Samurai are some of the best games they have ever made. If you like that type of game, there actually is a game that came out a couple of days ago. I think it came out for PS four as well from Kuei, the makers of Samurai and Dynasty Warriors. Nobunaga's Ambition. Love it. Yes, I have looked to. I I have troubles with. Koi Tecmo's games on PC because most of those I have bought have been horrible PC ports. This one is actually pretty good and I have to be honest for me it might not be for everyone. It's a good rival to a Total War Total War game. Yeah, it does it does look fun and I really want to try it. I saw some of the in combat. I don't know how combat works though. It combat is more um how do I put this? Where in Total War you had to select like a group and you just you know move them to the enemy army here groups are more like um chess pieces as in they don't move on a grid you move them on a battlefield but you can actually select um a group of attackers send them to the enemy army pause time select another group of uh warriors send them there as well and you can use um uh, special powers that route the enemy and all that stuff. It's pretty much the same system as a Total War game, but it's it's much more, how do I put it, action-oriented. It, it feels like playing a, a strategy-type Dynasty Warriors game. It, I do actually also prefer the overworld, as far as I've seen in this, in Nobunaga's Ambition, than I do in Total War. So I might pick it up at some point. I don't really have to... I accidentally uh, got fooled into buying life is futile today yeah i'm having more fun with this game than i did with arc i haven't played arc yet i don't have to do anything in this you you press you can macro anything to your e button then you just point your character at the ground you press e then i can do whatever i want while she's picking berries and it's very relaxing it's not interesting at all and now i've played it more than two hours so now i can't refund it Oh, <laughs> but it's it's okay. I, I'm making a base with some friends, so I'll see how it goes. And it's on sale, so I can live with twenty dollar less in the wallet. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll pick it up later, and I'll join you for that. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. 
so yeah, okay. Last thing about the Total War trailer, you should go watch it at some point and then see if you agree. The dwarf is not Scottish enough. <laughs> I'll look. I'll look into that. He's just a gruff old man. Look. Oh, I remember everything. Yeah, but I got a little disappointed, and I'm not holding my hands up for that game. I I don't trust them anymore. Uh, I'll, it's Total War, and it's 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 uh it's Warhammer. I'll I have to buy it anyway. Yeah, same. So I think that's all for today. So yep. thank you for joining. Of course. See you, Sven, and thanks for joining. And for everyone, next Sunday is the new episode. Until that, see you next time. Bye. <laughs>